Good afternoon, everybody. Running a little bit late today. Sorry about that. I'll be glad when Henry gets back, which he does. Not next week, but the week after that. And we also have a couple of new members, team members, joining us on October the 3rd. More of them when they get here. This is general advice only, not to be confused with advice that suited your personal financial circumstances. This is not tailored to your personal financial circumstances. There are good bits and bad bits today. The bad bits are the rugby union result last night at the Bledisloe Cup. I was at Marvel's stadium to see the French get us back for cancelling their submarine contract. But the good bits were the market was down today. Why is that good? Well, that's good because we have only two ideas left in our ideas portfolio at the moment, and they are the two ETFs that are geared 2 to 2.75 times to a fall in the NASDAQ and a fall in the S&P 500. As members, you'll be able to see that in the ideas section today. I sold all the the other ideas today. There is just no point swimming against this market tide. So it was a shabby day though. After all, closed down, we closed down 104 points. We were expected to be down 50 points after a 14 point rise, 14 point rise yesterday. We closed pretty much on our lows as well. We were down 107 at worst. So closing on our lows. And as I speak, the European futures are suggesting a pretty weak open in Europe. German futures are down 1.49%. UK futures down 0.45%. Stocks 50 index futures are down 1.6%. And the Dow futures are down 208 points at the moment, have been down there most of the day. S&P futures, S&P 500 futures are down 0.83%. The Nasdaq futures are down 0.94%. We had the RBA bulletin today that was seen as a bit hawkish. You can see all the comments in the end of day section today. Some brokers are now expecting a 50 basis point rate rise on October the 4th, the RBA meeting on October the 4th, rather than a 25 basis point rate rise, followed by 25 basis points in November and then a pause in December. Oh, I'm looking at the Dow futures. They're dropping away again, down 240 now in the last five minutes, dropped another 40. Ominous stuff. Not helping today, of course, with the IMF and the World Bank predictions that the global economy teeters on the brink of recession, which could be devastating for emerging economies. This is not the sort of backdrop for making money in the equity market. All sectors down today. I'm not going to read out all the share price movements. You're going to look at them in the end of day. Just imagine every stock down except for a few. Banks actually outperformed. Citigroup wrote a piece of research today upgrading banks, suggesting their net interest margins are going to rise 30 basis points thanks to rising interest rates. So there were upgrades around on the banks today and the banks fell just 4.4% against the market down one and a half. So all you long-term income focused do-nothing investors, not that there's anything wrong with that, looking okay. And I had a chart in the strategy piece today showing the banks have been outperforming in this recent sell-off. So you're doing better than the rest of the investors, although they're not going up. Macquarie wasn't so lucky. That was down 2.2% and there are other stock market stocks were down today. Although computer share which is a stock market stock effectively, was the top, point, top points contributor today. It was up 4.4%. I'm looking around to find why. I can't see anything, couldn't see any research. But it is obviously one of the very few stocks that benefits out of rising rates. And to see that rising against the market, it's actually outperformed about 16% or so in a month, up 4.4% today. Add
add that on. It's not actually a good sign for the rest of the market. Oddly, those platform providers, NetWealth was up 0.6% today and premium up 2.8% and Platinum Asset Management rose 3.6% announcing a buyback extension today. And even the doghouse disappointment MFG managed to hold on to its levels today, 0.1 up. So some of the financials doing better than the rest of the market. Absolutely smashed was gold. Newcrest was the best of it down only 2.8%. Most of the others were down 4 to 9%. Resources didn't escape today. BHP down 1.8. Rio down 2.3. Fortescue down 1.7. They, of course, don't like talk of recession. S32, I sold that having taken the dividend this week. I sold it today down 3% today. Illumina fell 0.4%. Lithium stocks saw some profit taking as well, as you can imagine. Mineral Resources, UBS finally published that bit of research saying that they were worth 83% more than the current price if they separated off their lithium assets. That was already in the price. MIN down 5.2% today. Pilbara Minerals 2.1%. AKE 4.0%. Lion Town 4.7%. So it goes on. Coal was also down today. Technology stocks did okay against the market. SQ2, for instance, down just 0.6%. REA down 0.4%. Loser of the day in that sector was Wise Tech down 5.1% after a broker downgraded. Retailers doing the market thing today. Most of them down. Adair's down. 9%, Kogan down 3.7%, Domino's turning over a bit, down 2.8%, Wes Farmers 2.4%. In the builders, mostly down, but RWC was up on a broker upgrade. Healthcare pretty much under the radar today, not very big moves there, outperforming a touch. And that's about that. Plenty more in the end of day section and email that you will have got in your inboxes today. A few Asian and European headlines around UK retail sales plunge, underlining risk of recession. European shares fall at open as recession risks weigh. Bank of England to raise rates by 50 basis points again to tame inflation. They've got a meeting next week, of course. Ukraine says mass grave found where Russians left. Disgraced Prince Andrew back in the spotlight, still in the cold. And in the Asian markets, China's economy perks up, but dogged by property prices. Oh dear, the email says perks up that dog to buy property prices. Better just change that. Japan's Nikkei post 2% weekly drop on recession fears. How many times have I said recession in this podcast? China's yuan weakens past key $7 mark for the first time in two years. Oh, this one. China's Xi skips dinner with Putin, presented as a COVID precaution, but they're obviously having a bit of a barney over Ukraine as well. Greater China-focused hedge funds showing biggest net outflows in 50 years. China's property woes deepen. La, la, la. Nothing very good to say for ourselves today. Day. You'll see in the strategy section today, we are holding all cash. We are out of everything. And in the ideas portfolio, as I say, the only two things we got left are these two ETFs geared to downside of the NASDAQ and the S&P 500. And they, they sort of get marked up and down each morning and they got heavily marked up today. So we're up on those. We'll see what happens tomorrow morning. I'll be back tomorrow morning as usual with the weekend email. You have yourselves a fabulous email evening. A bit of a shortened week next week. We're going to go Marcus Light on Friday, the grand final holiday in Victoria. No newsletter on Thursday. And the UK has a holiday on Monday. We'll all be watching the Queen's funeral. That's about that. Allez les wobblies. Wallabies. Back next week. (laughs) 